Good evening, as I walk through this black forest of bamboo, we open up the pages to the 93rd Oscar nominations. How are the Oscars going to be? Are they going to be like the Grammys? The Grammys were kind of like a Jules Holland type of thing, you know, where this everyone's on the stage together, six feet apart. <laughs> you know, it was an intimate affair. How's it going to happen? Now, I, I, you know, I had talked about this on the show before that I had this feeling, and I'm so happy it happened. This hasn't happened since 1972. You have Viola Davis and Audra Day in the lead actress category. Last time that happened, Diana Ross and Cicely Tyson. And then you have Daniel Kalua, Kalua in supporting. And then... Um, what was his name? Jesus and the Black Messiah. Here we go. Lakeith Stanfeld is also nominated in supporting. Then you have Riz Ahmed. Ahmed. And then you have another Asian. You have an Asian American who is nominated in Best Actor. So this is... then. Oh, Chadwick Boseman. Best, best actor for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Now I have to rewatch it again because the first time I watched Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I was just like, okay. So, you know, this hasn't happened in a long time. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We talk about films and yeah, we do talk about the Oscars. In fact, when I first started this podcast, I remember going on a tirade about three billboards out of Ebbing fucking Missouri because I didn't like the film. I love Frances McDormand. She's nominated again for Nomadland. What an amazing actress. And this is an amazing year. And then you have two female directors nominated. But missing from that, and it kind of pissed me off, was Regina King. And the film itself, One Night in Miami. Didn't even get a Best Picture nod. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a little miffed about that. I love the diversity. I'm, I'm so happy. And let's continue. Let's continue. And then we don't have to talk, you know, we don't have to have these discussions. Oscar's so white. You know, and then wouldn't it be great? This would be, be the perfect Oscars. Now, there's no such thing as perfect in Hollywood. <laughs> is if we had, you know, Asian, Hispanic, and black nominees, and gay and trans, bisexual, non-binary. Wouldn't that be interesting? Then that really, we have succeeded. You know, um, a black actress hasn't won Best Lead Actress since 2002. Halle Berry. You know. There have been more black actors that have won Best Oscar or Best Actor. You know, you've got Forrest Whitaker, Denzel Washington, Jamie Foxx. That's good. That's great. And it's like, okay, let's continue. You know what I mean? Let's bring more to the table. I think it's amazing. I think it's amazing. I First of all, I'm so happy for... The Sound of Metal. I love that film. Now I gotta watch all the other films. But The Sound of Metal. I watched that back in December one night. 
late at night. I'm Paul Ricci. I, I hope I'm saying his name right. Is it Ricci or Rishi? That character that he plays is so powerful that he forms this bond with Riz Ahmed. And Riz Ahmed is playing Ruben, this drummer who loses his hearing. It is such a beautiful film. I was so moved by it. Um, yeah. I'm happy that it's nominated for, first of all, Best Picture. Oh, my God. What The Sound of Metal did was give... I've never experienced it before. It showed us what it's like in his world as he loses his hearing. And the trials and tribulations that he goes through on this journey... You know, as he's as he's mourning the person that he used to be. And the musician. It's, it's a powerful movie. I've been told by a friend of mine to watch Jesus and the Black Messiah, and I'm going to. It's, I mean, I, I, I keep meaning to sit down and watch the United States versus Bill Halliday in a second, then it gets too late. So, yeah, we gotta, I gotta make time. But it's great, because, you know, you have all of these... Nominees at your fingertips now that you can watch in the privacy of your home. Before, if I wanted to watch an Oscar nominated film, I gotta go to the theater or I gotta go out of town to watch it. The last movie that I saw in the theater was nominated for some Oscars. It didn't win the big ones, but it, you know, was nominated. And that was 1917. 1917 is such a powerful film. Visually, aesthetically. And, you know, I I have war veterans in my family. None, none from the First World War. That was such a... Po- I, I literally jumped when he got shot at. I am not kidding you. It was a powerful film. Such a powerful moment. Sam Mendes. This is his masterpiece. You know, some would consider American Beauty. 1917 is everything he ever did and geared up for it prepared him for that moment and last year was the first a foreign language film won best picture parasite so this is this is a this is a really awesome year for film think of what we we all had movie nights during the first weeks of the pandemic you know if i was a, i was a, a allowed to go around family members you know, nieces and nephews, and we would have movie night because we were all distant. We were all um, in quarantine. We knew who we were all hanging out with. It was an amazing time, you know. I remember we watched Ford versus Ferrari. We watched some Disney movies, <laughs> The Three Lives of Thomasina, or was that The 13? You know, movies like that. It was awesome. And here we are. This is this is Oscar. This is Oscar time. And I'm so thankful that I got to watch The Sound of Metal when I did. That is such a powerful film. One snub that kind of bothered me was Best uh, Documentary. Zappa didn't get it. Alex Winter, you deserve something for Zappa. Zappa was so amazing. As someone who didn't know very much about Frank Zappa... This film, I mean, it makes you want to go and listen, you know. Watch out for all the yellow snow. Go out where the huskies go. I love that. I love that shit. Oh. So, 
who do I want to win? It's not a case of who I want. I mean, well, sometimes maybe you, you know, put a little magic in there. So I'm just going to go out there and let's, let's, who do I think is going to win for me? Best actor in a supporting role, Daniel Kaluuya for uh, Jesus and the Black Messiah. Although I wouldn't be surprised if there's a tie right there. Yeah, first tie in the acting in a long time. 50-something years. Best Supporting Actress, Glenn Close. Hillbilly Elegy. Glenn Close has never won. Glenn Close it is. Best Actress in a Leading Role, Audra Day. For playing Billie Holiday. Or it could be Viola Davis. But for me, it would be Audra Day. I love Audra Day. She embodies Billie Holiday. And then... Best actor. Now, I like Chadwick Boseman. Now, I have to watch the movie again because his character was kind of interesting, uh, tough, and he brought it. But because I love The Sound of Metal so much, I'm going to say Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal. Best director, Chloe. I forget her last name for Nomadland. And Nomadland. Yeah. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if they give it to David Fincher. Just a weird feeling. Who knows? That's the Oscars in a nutshell. I, I think I talked about all, The Sound of Metal on this show. What a, what a powerful film. You know, um... Uh, Ma-, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom Like I said I gotta watch it again It wasn't that I didn't like it I- I'm gonna be quite honest with you After watching Ma Rainey's Black Bottom And realizing how much time was less the- left in the film I went That's it? That's it? I thought there was more to it But like I said I gotta watch it again I, I watched it back in November or December uh, Yeah it was December Because I was doing um, music documentaries so, it's hard to say. One night, Miami, I want to watch. There, this, is a, this is the beautiful thing. All of those films that are nominated, except for The Father, I think. Um, you can watch on HBO. You can watch on Hulu, Netflix. Ma Rainey's Black Bottom and Mank are on Netflix. So, let's see what happens. This is, this is an interesting time for the Academy. I don't think films will be the same again and in, in, in a good way. Because now you can either go to the theater or you can watch it at home. And 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 that's great because people yeah, I love going to the theater. And then there are people in my family who they got kids. They can't always go to the movie theater. They can watch it at home. So there's there's that right there. I I love that. That we can do that now, you know what I mean? Same with concerts. It's it's awesome. Now you don't have to film it with your phone. Hello. This this is an awesome time for film. And I and I want us to continue this conversation. You know, as we make every this is the inclusion. This is the inclusion that Francis McDormand talked about in 2018 when she won Inclusion Writer. She predicted all of this. 
but it's gonna take we got it we got to do more you know what i mean i want to see a trans woman get nominated i want to see an openly gay you know man more than one get nominated non-binary i want i want to see someone who's non-binary get nominated more hispanics more foreign language films more diversity I think, you know, the Academy, I love how one time Helen Mirren was like, I didn't think that British people win Oscars, (laughs) you know, because there was a time that very few Brits got nominated. But in the early days, you had George Arliss, who got nominated and won, you know, you had Laurence Olivier, who won for directing himself in Hamlet. And I watched Hamlet when I was like five. You know, during the early days of VCRs, that's why we had to watch it. My mother was teaching a class on Hamlet. So, and then 1964 and 2008, you had all of these nominees who ended up winning who were from Europe. Tilda Swinton said it best. Oh, nothing European. See, in Europe, there's something in the water. I love Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Where she was like with... with uh, uh, George Clooney, she was like, oh, you know, your dedication to the role, you know, putting that Batman suit, the one with the rubber nipples on every day under your suit, every day off the set. Oh, my God, man. Yeah, I love how she described the Oscars. She was says, it was like a big orgy that I don't remember and I don't want to watch it. <laughs> okay, that's the Oscars. So... The Grammys kind of reminded me of the Golden Globes, the intimacy of it. Is that what the Oscars is going to be like? Now it's going to be called the Golden Globe Oscars? Who knows? Who knows what's going to happen in April? Oscar night. You know, everyone's going to be inoculated. I'm inoculated. Waiting on number two. You can judge me if you want and say, well, they haven't worked the kinks out. Well, hey. So far, I haven't grown a third eye or a third ear, so I'm pretty cool. But, you know, I don't know. People are shit talkers, and that's fine. Especially when you get snubbed for an Oscar. Here's the thing. The only snubs that I can think of are in the documentary and everything else. Oh, and Regina King. But... You know, Jared Leto, I didn't get nominated. You've won before. Oh, Jodie Foster, she's won twice. Come on, get real, get it over with. It's the Dr. Zeus film fucking podcast. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, three years. How many days away is my third anniversary? I think it's tomorrow's the 16th, 17th, 18th. Three days. I've been doing this for three years. I want to do it for three more. You know, I haven't hit the tip of the iceberg with this show. I want to build my own studio. I am not kidding you. And just have guests over and say, fuck it. Let's talk about films, okay? And so, may the best person win at the Academy Awards in April. As always, well, my, my pick for the winners, I'm going to tell you right now. Nomadland. Best Director, Best a- best Picture, Best Actor, Riz Ahmed for The Sound of Metal. Best uh, Actress, Audra Day, United States versus Billie Holiday. Best Supporting Actress, Glenn Close for Hillbilly Elegy. 
and Best Supporting Actor Daniel Kaluuya for Jesus and the Black Messiah. As always, unpleasant dreams.